You're listening to Confidently She, a lifestyle and mindset podcast for women of faith, hosted by copywriter and body confidence coach, Rebecca Biggie. Get ready to question the beliefs that are making you question your self-worth and become Confidently She. All right. One thing that there seems to be some disagreement on is this concept of like saying you're sorry. Okay. There's a lot of people saying things like, stop apologizing for this. Stop apologizing for that. Like, sorry, not sorry. Bye. I don't know. Like, stop apologizing for like everything basically is is one school of thought. And then the other school of thought is like, well, we're supposed to apologize for everything and, and anything that goes wrong, like you're supposed to say you're sorry and, and apologize. And I think that both are equally harmful to your confidence in certain ways. Obviously, if, if you've been listening to this for any amount of time, you know that I'm a big fan of balance and extremes are not usually right. Like, because there's always, there's always a reason why someone would do something. Um, and, and like context always matters. And so when it comes to this idea of apologizing, some people apologize for way too much. And other people cannot apologize no matter what. And neither one is healthy. Neither one is a sign of confidence. And what the truly confident woman does is she apologizes for things quickly, but she has boundaries on what she will take responsibility for. So there is a big, big difference between apologizing and taking responsibility for something that has happened. There's also kind of a third element, which is just like showing compassion and empathy of like, I'm sorry that happened in your life. Like, I feel for your situation. Obviously, that is not taking responsibility for the situation. Like, I think it's kind of funny when, when you know, a coworker of mine will, will be like, oh yeah, like my car is in the shop and, you know, it, uh, I need to pay like $2,400 to have it fixed, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry. And they're like, well, don't apologize. I mean, it's not your fault. And I kind of think like, well, duh, like, (laughs) yes. Uh, yeah, I know that the fact that your car needs to be fixed is not my Rebecca's personal, like, fault. Like, I I did not break your car. I know that it's not my fault that it happened. That's not what an apology is. That's not what, like, well, that's not what saying you're sorry is. There's a difference between an apology and saying you're sorry, right? Like, saying you're sorry is just, like, showing that I feel for you in this situation, right? Your car needs repair. I know what it feels like to have a random $2,400 car bill to have to pay. And, and and that sucks. You know, I'm sorry. That's showing empathy. That's showing that you, that you care about their situation. That's not taking responsibility. That's not, um, you know, that's not owning up for something that you did. That's like level one, I'm sorry. Okay. Level two, I'm sorry, is apologizing 
for something that you played a part in, but it was not your fault. Okay, so so let's say you you said something and and it offended your friend or or it made them feel like you were judging them or you weren't supporting them. You know, you said something that they interpreted negatively and it hurt their feelings, okay? So you didn't do that on purpose, right? It's not like you were doing that to be a jerk, but it still impacted them in a in a harmful way. And so since you care about them, you can say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that that's how that made you feel. I really didn't mean to do that. Uh, and I hope you know that my intentions were <laughs> were not to hurt you. And I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Okay, that's like level two. Okay, you didn't you didn't have the intention to be mean. You didn't have the intention to be hurtful, but you still hurt them. So like you need to apologize for that. Now you're not you're not taking responsibility for their emotions. You're not taking on responsibility for the fact that they they were hurting. And and this is where some people get get it twisted where where they're like I've caused this this person that I love to be hurt and and I'm taking on responsibility for their hurt feelings. That is not your responsibility. You still apologize, you still say you're sorry because you played a role in it, but you don't need to take on that guilt of like oh, I I caused this person to feel this way and now I'm a terrible friend or I'm a terrible wife or I'm a terrible mother because, you know, I kind of messed this one up. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're a person. (laughs) You're a person who's trying and that's what we all are. So, So confident women know where that line is between like, Okay, I said the thing. I can own that thing that I said. But I'm not going to own the result of, of, like, your feelings because of it. Because my intentions were, were not to hurt you. Does that make sense? So I think that's where some people start taking on too much responsibility. And in that situation, the level two apology... That's where some people are like, I'm not apologizing for that because I didn't mean to. And if you felt that way because of what I said, then that's your problem. Really? No. Like, how insecure are you that you can't even take ownership for saying something that that affected someone in a way that you didn't mean for it to? Like, are you really that, that fragile of a person that you can't just apologize for the effect that your your words or actions had on someone else? Is your ego that fragile? Are you that afraid to, to look like you did something wrong? And in that scenario, I want to challenge you and ask you, why is that your reaction? Who in your life refused to apologize for something in fear of being punished for it? Or who in your life put all the blame on you if you ever took even a little bit of responsibility for hurting someone's feelings? Because this is a scenario that could happen. Okay, so let's say that 
your mom growing up. Maybe you have a sibling and if something happened where, you know, your sister is crying because you said something and she didn't like it. Your mom came storming into the room and was like, what happened? You said something, blah, blah, blah. And, and the moment you owned up to like saying anything, that's when you got in trouble. Then, then your mom was kind of conditioning you to never own up to anything because if you do, then you might really get in trouble. But that's not, that's not how healthy people operate. Healthy people will say, okay, you said that, you did this, and then this was the result. Did you mean to do this? Like, they they look at the whole situation, and then they don't, like, just guilt trip you into feeling like you are a horrible person if you ever take some kind of responsibility for a situation. If you cannot apologize for something that you don't, think you're responsible for, you have some work to do. <laughs> and I get to say that because that's how I used to be, okay? Like, I I used to be like, well, I'm not apologizing for something that I'm not responsible for. Why would I do that? I didn't do that. I'm not going to apologize for that. That's not the way confident people react. Confident people don't need to, like, prove anything to anyone, right? They're like, oh, my my comment made you feel like I wasn't supporting you. I'm I'm really sorry. Of course I support you. No, I, I didn't ma- mean to make you feel that way. I'm I'm really sorry that 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 what I said had that impact on you. That was not my intention. I did not mean that. And they say it in a genuine way, not in a defensive way. Like my ex would always be like, well, I don't know why you want me to apologize for that. Like, what? Like, I obviously didn't mean to hurt you. And it's like, well, that's not really an apology. That's just, like, you being defensive. <laughs> like, that's that doesn't that's not helpful. That's not you realizing your actions impact other people. That's just you making my hurt feelings about you. And, and you don't, don't be that person, okay? That's not what confident people do. Confident people allow other people to, to share their hurt feelings and acknowledge that they played a part in it without getting super defensive. Like, confident people are not defensive because they know, hey, you know, I didn't, I didn't intend to, to hurt you or whatever. And if you are going to abandon me because of this, then all right, like, but, but I know my intentions were okay. And I know that I'm going to be okay regardless. So confident people can own their part in it while having that boundary of like, yeah, but I'm not going to take on the guilt of feeling like I'm responsible for your feelings. I'm responsible for what I said. And I'm sorry if what I said hurt you and whatever. But be careful not to go too far and then take on the burden of someone else's hurt feelings because that's not your responsibility. It just really isn't. And then the third level of apology is like you did something to be nasty. Okay? Like like your your you did not have a proud moment. You were being a jerk. You know you were being a jerk. You know you did something that really kind of messed things up and you need to really own up to that and apologize and find a plan of resolution. 
How do I make this up to you? What can I do? What can we do going forward so that this doesn't happen again? I am sorry I did this. And you don't make it about you. That's the other thing, that when you actually did something wrong, you don't go down the path of, I'm the worst person in the world and I totally understand if you just like don't want to be with me anymore and uh, I'm just, you know, I can't believe that I did this to you and, and I'm just so terrible. That is not an apology. That is you making the other person tell you, comfort you that it's okay. Like, like that is some of the most messed up stuff. Like that's what my, what would happen in my uh, toxic relationship, my abusive, emotionally manipulative relationship. That's exactly what he would do. When he would say something absolutely terrible to me, when he would do something that hurt me, when any of that kind of stuff would happen and he would finally own up to doing it, he would put on this dramatic show of, like, it was, it was ridiculous. Like, and of course, at the beginning, I was like, I felt for him because I was like, no, like, you're not a horrible person. You just, you know, just like, don't do that next time. And, and like, we can figure this out. But what ended up happening because of that, so he would put on this dramatic show of, I am so terrible and, and I would, I understand if you don't want to be with me and I just, poor me, I'm so terrible and I can't even, I can't stand to even look at myself because of how I treated you. Like basically shaming himself in front of me and, and then making me comfort him about the fact that he's not a terrible person, he just did something bad. But the whole point was that he had hurt me. So this is the chain of events and this is how this is how toxic relationships get so twisted emotionally. Person X hurts person Y. Person Y tells person X. Person X beats themselves up over being so terrible. And person Y comforts person X. Tell me what's wrong with that situation. Person X hurt person Y. And at the end of the day, person Y was comforting person X. How messed up is that? That's, that's what my abusive relationship was like. He would say and do things to me that were terrible. I would call him out on it and I would, I would be like, you can't, you know, you can't treat me this way. He would shame himself in front of me and tell, say he was such a terrible person and I mean, like I can't live with myself, like be super dramatic to a point where I would feel bad for him and I would be the one comforting him. My hurt feelings were never addressed. They never were. And that's what you cannot do in this third level of like apologizing. You can't make it about you. It's not about you. It's about them. When you have done something to hurt someone 
you you take ownership for what you did. You acknowledge that it was wrong and you you make a plan for how to not do it in the future and you ask that person, what can I do to make it up to you? That is how you apologize when you have actually done something wrong. And confident people are okay with doing that. They are comfortable owning up to their stuff, owning up to their weaknesses, giving someone else the chance to tell them how you can make it up to them, and then actually committing to changing their behavior. It's a vulnerable way to apologize. And only very confident people can do that. Because here's the fear. The fear is, if you own up to something, the other person will leave. They'll be like, yeah, you did this thing. And and I don't want to be around you anymore. I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to be, I don't want to employ you anymore. I don't want to be your girlfriend, whatever, boyfriend. The fear is they could leave. The fear is that that you won't be able to make it up to them. That's another thing. Um, when, when my exes would just take this mindset of like defeat, like there's nothing I can do to even make it up to you. So I'm not even going to try. Like, that in their mind was like, oh, well, that's an apology and I'm sorry. It's like, no, that's you giving up and that's you not even having the courage or or the confidence to, to try to make it better because you're afraid you're going to fail. And if you are, if you know someone like this, if you are dating someone like this, like, run, 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 run away, run away. Because, because it, it speaks to such a deeper level of, of insecurity that you just like, you can't, you can't deal with. They have to deal with that. They have to realize it. They have to, to work through that. And that's not an easy, quick fix. And they can't do it like with, it's a lot, it's a lot more effective when people work through their stuff on their own rather than when they're in a relationship because otherwise they don't really have a lot of motivation to change. So if if they're taking this perspective or if you are taking this perspective of like, I've messed up so much that I there's nothing I can even do to make it up to you. First of all, you're putting words in the other person's mouth. So don't do that. Like, y- ask them, what can I do to make it up to you? Because if you are with someone, if you're friends with someone, if you are working with someone, if you are dating someone who has a Christ-like love for you, they'll be like, you know what? The only thing you need to do to make it up to me is to not do it again. Like, I forgive you. Look, can we move on? Like, like that is sometimes the response. That is Christ-like forgiveness and grace. Sometimes if you really mess it up, it's like, you know what, in order, in order for me to trust you again, in order for me to whatever, you, you need to do these things for this amount of time. And then you say, okay, and you do them. And it's not like a, 
guilt thing like you're so terrible you need to do these things it's just like you know what this is this is what i need honestly to to for you to prove to me that you're serious about this or that you're not going to do this again or that you really value our relationship or whatever it's like that's why they have like probationary periods and and all that stuff with like work and performance reviews and even within like the criminal justice system like you're on probation like you got to do a certain amount you got to do some things for a certain amount of time to prove that this is not you know like you this is not consistent with your character and then and then things can go back to normal and you can actually forgive someone but the other trap that people fall into sometimes is they love putting other people in the doghouse Confident people don't do that. Confident people do not create situations where they make other people earn their, like, trust and earn their loyalty consistently. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't get joy, you shouldn't get confidence or, or security from someone always needing to prove things to you. That's just, like, gross. <laughs> That's just gross. People like that, um, they're afraid that if the people they're around know that they are whole and they are good, that, that they'll leave. So they, they tear them down to think that they need to earn something. And that's, that's kind of sad. So, so really the apologizing and the I'm sorry, like a confident woman apologizes very quickly. She, she knows that apologizing does not mean that she's wrong, does not mean that she's responsible for something. It doesn't even, it doesn't even mean that she's a bad person. It just means that she did something wrong, if it was the third kind. It means that she was involved in something that hurt someone else, which is the second kind, or the first kind. It just means that she's got a heart. <laughs> it just means that she has compassion and and she has empathy of someone going through something and that she, you know, I'm sorry that you're going through that. And then, maybe there's another kind. <laughs> that the, the fourth kind, we'll call it, is apologizing for things about yourself that you think other people don't like. And that really just shouldn't exist at all. So apologizing for the way that you look, apologizing for the way that you are dressed or apologizing for the fact that your house is messy, apologizing for the fact that, I don't know, that you like a certain thing or that you don't like a certain thing, apologizing for like things that make you you. Don't do that. I'm, I'm not even classifying that as a group of apology because that shouldn't exist. There, I'll, I'll say that. That's not a form of apology. That's not a form of saying I'm sorry because that should not be a thing. Now, if you are late to something, you should probably apologize for being late because you played a part in someone else needing to wait for you, right? So it's like that kind of falls into that number two form of apology. And I think some people take this to an extreme where they're just like, well, I'm, I'm just always late. That's the type of person that I am and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, that impacts other people. So don't get too self-centered to think that some parts of who you are don't need to be worked on, right? Don't, it couldn't be improved a bit. So the three 
different kinds of apologies. Confident women know them and they are, they are fluent in apologies. They are quick to apologize, but they also know exactly how much responsibility they are taking within that scenario. So apology number one, they're taking zero responsibility. Apology number two, they're taking partial responsibility because something they did impacted someone else in a way they didn't intend. And then apology number three is they're taking full responsibility. And not only that, but they're willing to ask for input on how to make it up to this other person. And they're willing to make a plan to change their behavior going forward. So they're taking full responsibility, but they are not making it about them because that's like stealing someone else's time to heal. Insecure people need to make everything about them. Or they need to make nothing about them. Ah, so interesting. All the levels, all the forms, all the flavors, different shades of insecurity. I can talk about this forever and I'm going to every Thursday. (laughs) 